This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Hi, I'm Neve Kavanagh. And I'm Gerard Farrelly. And you're listening to Agony Rants. Welcome. Welcome, 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 listener, to another show where your vision winner and a comedian heal lives, fix the world around them. I, I think we're nearly at the stage where we're not describing ourselves as Eurovision winners and comedians anymore. Well, I rarely n- describe myself as a Eurovision winner. <laughs> 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 and what is upsetting is you always describe yourself as a comedian. Yeah, well, yeah. I, if there's one thing that Neve Cavanaugh doesn't know how to do, it's to stay in our lane. <laughs> I never if describe If one more person <laughs> comes up to me and goes, do you know who Neve Cavanaugh is so funny? Is she? <laughs> Is she? The next person that comes up and tells me that Neve Cavanagh is funny is going to have to listen to me sing. <laughs> well, that would be a joy for them. I've no doubt. You're so supportive. I know, I am. You're so supportive. You're, I am. You know, you've got that voice that like the PE teacher makes to the chubby kid that just lost the egg and spoon race. Is it like a little patronising? Small yeah. bit? Yeah, it's a bit patronising. <laughs> Um, and this is a very difficult day for me. Oh no, Niamh. what's happened? It's a very difficult what's day. What's happened? Bananarama have just announced oh. the ultimate collection, <laughs> which is essentially what, like, look, what this boils down to is me spending 200 euro on albums of songs I already have. <laughs> That's what that means. <laughs> it's a dark day. It's a dark day. But it's something that just has to be done. I wish I had your passion. For records? For Bananarama. For Bananarama. <laughs> I, I, mean, I love Bananarama. Because I went to see them at Forever Young. Did I tell you this? Yes, you did. But when I went, I got I had a backstage pass. <gasps> right? Did so you feel special? I got it was like a media pass, right? Oh. Now. And Forever Young it was underwater. Like You're the whole thing was underwater. You. And I was I was in the pit. So I went to see Bananarama and what happened was I, I went in behind the stage before they came on and like this car just pulled up to the side of the stage. Like black, you know, Sleek. like not, like you know, town car, like you know, it was. A, I know, you know, I know, a fancy car, a good car. Pulled up to the side of the stage. There was raining. They uh, there was like two drinks, like put passed in the window. The the windows went back up. They sat there. They were announced on stage. The two of them got out of the car, up the stairs, putting the earpieces in, went on, did the set, walked straight off the stage, back into the back of the car. It was. I was like, that is how That's you do it. Top dog That's stuff going on it. there. Yeah. I've never done that in my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know me. Need, need crowdsourcing to see a gaze <laughs> and do selfies for three hours. I do. <laughs> That's post Neve Kavanagh gig. I know. And and every selfie is, you know, the, the phone camera's all sweaty and and, oh. and condensation. So, no, no, it's not touching me. But the point is, every photograph of me is technically self-focused, but only because the condensation in the There's phone. There's a fluid on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I never thought of it in that Niamh, way. I'm in. I'm in good form today. Okay, right? come on then. I am in good form because I had. Um, you know, I'm, I, I'm in good form because I had my pre-show vitamins too, Sulbadine and a Baraka. Oh so my I'm, gosh! Yeah, well, I'm in good form. Is this a pre-show um, for me? No, for me. Okay, for me. You know, to get through a day of records. Like I'm, I'm energized. That's what I mean. You, you needed to take that to actually get through. Well, Niamh, you're very high, though. Oh my god! Do you know what I mean? You come in here with a lot of energy. I, I have do. to match you without any Baraka. I don't have any Baraka. I do have a bit of porridge in me because my, I'm staying with my sister, Eva. Okay. I love her. And, and her lovely baby Poppy who's like just eight months. Oh my God, it's so amazing. Like, and, and we're having a lovely time, right? But the thing is, this because, is like the but in the letters that we get there. We're really happy in our relationship, but. No, no, no. No, no. <laughs> it's nothing to do with Eva and Poppy. That's amazing. But they dropped me off at the 
dart this morning because she lives in Greystones. So uh, oh. I thought, I know, because we record in the centre of town, I'll get the dart in and out. Now, here's the interesting thing. I haven't taken a dart in forever. Okay. <laughs> and the thing is, she says, oh, here, you can have my leap card. So I, I don't know if that's illegal, but anyway, I have it. And then I'm on the dart, right? And and the thing is, when you get on Greystones, you definitely get a, a seat. And I thought I was being clever, but it turns out I was facing the wrong way. Do you hate facing the wrong way? Do you know, Are I you don't funny hate about it. That? Some, people, some people have a real problem with it. I don't yeah. mind it too much, but I always do try... To sit the way you're to supposed sit to the go. way you're going. I think nearly everybody does. Yeah, some people do it because they think they're going to be sick. But actually, I just I wasn't thinking. I just said, "Oh, great!" And I got on, and then I realised, "Oh, I'm going to go backwards for nearly an hour because it's nearly an hour in from Greystone. It's like 50, 52 minutes or something, apparently. Oh, anyway, gosh. so here's the interesting thing, right? Because I couldn't get over the smell of vape and uh, <laughs> coffee all around me, right? There was a lot of that going on, right? So I'm sitting and I forgot, oh, I've forgotten that that happens, right? Yeah. And then, and then, of course, the announcer is announced in Australia and shocking on Varna is Mind the Gap. I was like, <laughs> I know how to say that now. Shocking on Varna. And, and, and then yeah and the next time you do junior Eurovision I know <laughs> I'll be able to say mind the gap mind the gap yeah. <laughs> I know so beautifully because I, you know literally if you can't travel you, you I, have enough Irish I never knew that that's what that meant I've heard them say it yeah Shaken and Varna so that means mind the gap right and then and then here's the interesting thing but he I don't know why you didn't know that because quite frankly they say it and then they say mind the gap afterwards. Yeah, but you see, do you know what I do mean <laughs> on those things? When I'm when I'm on the Lewis, I have a podcast going. Total sensory <laughs> deprivation. That's I what know. I want when I'm commuting. I, I don't want have... anyone talking to me. I don't want to talk to anyone. Do you know, but I only ever have one in at all times because I, I hate to be deaf. I hate to be totally deaf in those circumstances. I have to know. <laughs> and it's just as well because they kept saying... Um, you know, they must have meant, you know, this train is going to Malahide. But I kept thinking I was on the north side. You know, I was kept waiting for <laughs> we're getting to Malahide as the next station. But then suddenly it said the next station is Sandy Mountain. I went, oh, my God, there's a Sandy Mountain on the north side. I never knew. And then I suddenly realised it's coming in from the north. I'm very disoriented. I don't live in Dublin anymore, I have to say. But I, I was so disoriented by the end of it. She's going to come back. There'll be, you know, like, be, there'll be 30 euros credit gone from our leave card. Hey, what's going on? You know, it's just really, it was just really fun to come in like a proper person. You like know? like a Dubliner. Oh, but here, did I tell you what I was doing last week? Now, a couple of weeks ago, I did something that was magnificent. Go on. I got my dad to come on to my concert and sing two songs. No way! It was, I was so emotional, I can't even what tell you. What did he sing? He sang Nancy Spain and we sang The Parting Glass together. And it was in it was in Monastery Church, like, and it was a brilliant night because it was a choir, and and then I did some acoustic stuff, you know, myself and, and my husband Paul and and Jim out of the band, and we we had this lovely night planned, and then I thought, wouldn't it be really lovely if my dad would come and sing a couple songs? Because my dad's a great singer, like he's a brilliant singer, right? And I thought. You know, he's 86 now and for years I've been saying I must get my dad up to sing because he's such a great singer. <laughs> and I thought, wouldn't it be lovely? But So I thought, I'm going to be singing in this church. It's a perfect opportunity. It's not far from where he lives. Like he lives in Dunshockland, so it wasn't too hard for him to get there. And the environment's perfect because it's in a church, right? And, <laughs> and so he comes in. God is watching over us. So I said, I'll finish the first half with these two songs. And Pardon Glass is lovely, very emotional. Reminded me when I was young. It's nice because I was telling the story about my career. And obviously when I started singing, I would have sang with my dad a lot. And then, you know, stuff so and in the party singing. So, you know, that's kind of how I started singing, you know, in the family. So I thought this would be a lovely story. And I said, I asked him, would he come and sing with me? And he was going, oh, I don't know why you'd want to be doing that. And then I'm not sure. I'll have to think about that. I said, oh, think about it now, Dad. I know it's a big ask because it's like it's going to be, you know, hundreds of people there. So you, you need to Dead feel right. very comfortable. Mr. K. Two you seconds. You in the prize. What was the invoice, name? No, there was no <laughs> invoice yet. <laughs> he was negotiating a fee. He's a big coffee I fiend. like the way he rolls. I'm going to have a big box of Nespresso <laughs> capsules for many minutes. But anyway, he um, next thing I look over and he's got the wallet out and he's got this little list inside it that he, he knows what keys he sings the songs in, right? Not only was he magnificent, but he completely, totally stole the show. So I'm never asking him again. Game over. You had Game your shot. Over. He was you amazing. Had your shot. He was amazing. Very emotional. Not only and not only did he sing so brilliantly, then he started the banter in between the songs. I was raging. <laughs> well, you didn't. <laughs> Rage. You he, didn't lick that off the stones, no, leave. <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't lick any of it off the stones. Like anybody who saw it 
knew immediately where I got off. Ah, that's so lovely. I'm I wish so I'd glad. seen that. Well, I have a video. Ah, somebody... no, it's grand news. <laughs> <laughs> no, as in somebody videoed it on their phone, so it's not very exciting. But it is a really lovely thing. I know. <laughs> you can stay back afterwards. That's the meanest thing I've ever said on this podcast. <laughs> Including me fussing around and setting them up. Uh, that's so lovely. That's nice now. I don't know if I'll ever do let my mum do a tight 10 before Dad, I come tight 10 before I come on. You let me do a tight 10 before you come on. Neve, you've never done a tight 10 in your life. <laughs> It'd be a good challenge for me. Yeah, Neve Campbell's going to do 10 minutes of stand-up. Three hours later, the venue are, the venue are pulling the gig. <laughs> <laughs> Neve's halfway through our first story. Thanks very much for that. That's very unfair. That's soon. Do you know what the worst example of that I've ever seen? What? Was Cher at the point. I okay. went to see Cher, right? Now, Cher was not cheap. No. Cher was, <laughs> Cher was like 120 quid a ticket or something yeah, like this. Yeah, she's right? not cheap anyway. She's not cheap. Mm-hmm. She came out, she sang whatever. I don't know what song it was, but it was like one of the bangers. Yeah, the place and was going bananas. And then for some reason, Cher said, you know, you know this, this is the perfect opportunity for me to do, tell a rambling 15 minute story that goes oh. absolutely nowhere, right? Nobody I was like, what is this woman talking about? At the end, she then said the, like, the punchline of the whole story and the place is just dead silent. Everyone just looking at her. She's like, going, what? what? I don't I don't understand it. And then she said, oh, what I forgot to tell you was that guy was, he was a mafia guy. So did I say he was in the mafia? <laughs> it was just like, no, you didn't, sure. I know exactly just what Just do the Shoop Shoop song and don't speak again, please. <laughs> Neve, I'm still jet lagged. So uh, I'm still yeah, jet lagged. Yeah. I've been to Vancouver. You have. I went over to again. Vancouver. Which seemed like a great idea, actually. Because I thought, I'll go. I'll do shows. Yeah. See my friends. Yeah, you didn't quite think it through, did you? There with Joanne. I'm getting paid to go to Vancouver. Amazing. What's not to love? No, I, I, I've done that myself. I'm knackered. Like, I'm absolutely <laughs> knackered. We're recording this. This is my four o'clock in the morning. Yeah, it is. Right? Like, I went, because what I did was I had two shows in Brighton, right? Thanks to everyone that came to see me in Brighton, actually. On Friday night, mm. which was the night that nobody bought tickets. Oh, but there was loads of people there. But no, there was, there was, it was about like three quarters full. But there was like a group of, I think, 15 people from Cork. 15 women from Cork. Three quarters full. And you think that's a tragedy? Well, I mean, I mean, on the night it was three quarters full. But like in the run up, it was like, around we may be pulling this. The anticipation <laughs> you was You may have a night off in Brighton. <laughs> I don't want to upset you. <laughs> Imagine a gay man off a night in Brighton. I know, yeah. Dancing on the tiles. I'm just And do you know what say. I loved actually about the shows is there was... They were rammed with gays. Rammed with gays? Yeah. Because, uh, like, it's normally, like, it's only women. Yeah, a lot of women come to see me. A lot see. of women come to see me. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I love every one of them. They but, do. Like, every so often, the, there, was a, there was a gay couple, they'd been together 35 years, sitting Amazing. in the front row, still had their arms around each other in little plaid shirts. Love it. I know. See, I was like, how do you do it? Like, do you know what's years? really funny about us? We we actually like to play to the same room. I know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Women and gay men. I'm, I'm all about it. I'm all about it. I mean, I like both sides. I, I love the fact that I play to many rooms, but you see those rooms, they're always great fun. Yeah, oh, they're always great. They're they're my favourite. Like every so often there'll be like straight lads at my gig and I'm just like, I'm not, I'm not sure why you're here. Yeah. Like, you're welcome to stay, but I we, everyone would appreciate if you just took your top off and sat there. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to get involved. <laughs> It's a long time since I've said that at a gig. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> There's a certain age group that comes to my gig. It's not really. No, no. It's not no. take your top off. A lot of calf dance. Male, lot of, female. A lot, lot of fleeces. A <laughs> lot of fleeces. <laughs> That's not entirely true now. Come on. I won't um, have that. But yeah, so I, what happened was, right, I got, um, I, I had a show Saturday night. Mm. And then after the show, I went straight to the airport. Oh, I know. I, I saw the I, I saw stayed the, on the uh, uh, I, I stayed at the airport and then I had to go up early in the morning and fly to Vancouver. And I genuinely thought like, because at one point I was in Calgary. Mm-hmm. I thought I might not make this. Like, I oh, could gosh. be. But then I was, I, I forgot about the time change between Ca- Calgary and Vancouver. <gasps> oh, yes. I see what you mean. You've you, you kind of forgotten to take that into consideration. Yeah, I yeah. always forget about that when you're mm. traveling to Calgary. Like, well, I, I did that once. I was, I was in the middle of... Um, I was having a little moment in the bathroom, Nave, I won't elaborate. Um, in, in Vancouver, not Vancouver, it was in Toronto. You know, when you need to go, you need to go. I, I just want to say, I love that we share, but you know. So- <laughs> yeah, I was in the middle of a moment, I was having mm. a, a small, I was having a sit down in Toronto. Okay. 
And, uh, and, I, and I remembered the uh, I, then I remembered the time change between Toronto and Vancouver and realised that I wasn't an hour and a quarter away from my flight. I was like fifteen minutes away from my flight. Oh my yeah. gosh! So there was a there was a rapid finish. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> yeah. That can a be a rapid hasty. finish now to run to the gate. A hasty finish. A hasty finish. Yeah, yeah. That, there could be there could be regret involved in that. <laughs> If you're just joining us, that was National <laughs> Treasurer Neve Cavanagh. <laughs> she won the Eurovision in 1993. Did you ever? She lost it in 2010 and then she did a podcast which basically pissed that reputation of a wall. <laughs> Attention, Ivy Rance listeners. I am on tour with my Glamour Hammer tour. We have... Still. Still. Still in tourney. Still. I've been worked like a dog. I can just I'm practically down it. the mines. I know. <laughs> Down the mines for about four hours a week. It's outrageous. Thank God you're not a canary. Go on anyway. <laughs> I um, yeah, I'm on tour. I have shows in November. On the second in the Mo Theatre in Nace. On the third in Sligo, the Hawkswell Theatre. The fourth, I'm in uh, TF Royal and Castle Bar. And on the fifth, I'm in Killarney, which is basically around the world trip. It is <laughs> over one weekend. Um, I'd love you to join me. Um, I will also be doing a show at the Roscommon Arts Centre on the 11th of November. And that, I think, is it then for this side of Christmas. Wow. You're like Frank Sinatra. I don't know how many times you've retired. I know, yeah. Anyway. I'm retiring. <laughs> I'll be back in January. There's a whole uh, new list of dates that have gone on sale for January. So like the 20th of January, I'm in the Museum of Comedy in London. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm doing a show in Southampton in the Attic. I'm doing uh, Longford Art Centre. I'm doing the Central in Navan. And there's a whole list of them. Girlfairly.com or you can go over to my, uh, the link in my Instagram bio. The sold out shows aren't there. So if it's on that, you'll be able to get tickets. Amazing. Come join us. Bye. Bye. We are pausing for a moment to remind you that Agony Rants is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. The Heads of Podcast Network is a collective. It's a network of <gasps> like-minded podcasts. It is. And we are a member of that. And if you would we if you would like to support us, we would love it if you would subscribe to Headstuff Plus. It's a membership platform. It's quite like Patreon, although mm. we it's more in favour of the artists than Patreon is. They yes, take a, very they take true. A smaller cut in Headstuff. Mm-hmm. Um and if you are a subscriber to mm-hmm. us on Headstuff Plus, you will get our bonus show Neve. Oh. Yes, it's true. We love the Vona show. Vintage rants. Vintage. Just like myself. Vintage. It is absolutely my favourite part of the Agony Rants canon. I love every single episode we've done. It comes out every second Thursday. Um, and I can't remember what this episode is, but it's very good. <laughs> <laughs> but I think there's four of them or five of them out now. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Uh, they're all melding into one. They are just, <laughs> they're just really good fun. Yeah. Um, you will also get uh, access to a feed where you can listen to Agony Rants Ad, ad free. free. Ad free is always a good thing. Ad free. None of my plugging. None, None of your plugging. plugging. None of us. Um, nothing um, about your tour at all. Nothing about my tour at all. Glamour Hammer Tour on tour now. Unlessyourparty.com for tickets. <laughs> <laughs> See that sort of bullshit. Yeah. That's the sort of stuff you won't get on the free feed. <laughs> so uh, ad free, and you will also get a free gift from us. Yeah, you will. We are giving you our do not disturb sign, which yeah. we were going to sell. Yes, but we've decided not to. We decided no. Everybody who subscribes to us will get one. Will get one uh, by a certain date. I was going to say. Yeah. What was the date? I can't remember. I know. Look, it's okay. you've got an email about it if you're a bonus subscriber, yeah, and it absolutely. applies to you. Um, so it's from our, our heart to yours. Oh, without a doubt, and from our door to yours. Exactly. Yeah, we're paying the postage as well. Yeah. Not cheap. Not no. cheap. Didn't no. factor that in at the start, but look, we are where we are. Yeah. Um. We are cross-promoting another... No, we're not cross-promoting this week. What we're doing is we are publicising Headstuff are running a competition. Yes. If you have an idea for a podcast... Yes, it is um, called Join the Cast. It's called Join the Cast Competition. Mm-hmm. Um, it is basically a €50,000 recording deal. Excuse me! I am furious that they are throwing fifty grand at some unknown podcast when we are here making absolutely nothing for this very successful, brilliant show. I'm furious about it. So I would encourage you not to enter. 
I, we don't need the competition. We Thank should enter. Thank you very much. We should enter. We should Neve. enter. Now you're talking. We're marching straight. <laughs> Stop the recording. <laughs> <laughs> Marissa, turn it off. We're leaving. <laughs> We're going straight up to Alan's office. We're demanding 25, a check for 25 grand each. Do you know what's happening now? another word. Because apparently, uh, basically what you do is you send us your podcast pitch before November the 19th. Mm-hmm. Not to me. Now send it to the head stuff. Mm-hmm. And then it will be judged by... Um, I don't know who these people are. I'm one of them. You are, by yeah. the looks of it. <laughs> uh, yeah, Tony Cantwell. They didn't ask He's me. He's great. They didn't ask me. No, Neve, now to be honest. I, I don't have the time. You don't have time. You no. don't, you're, you're busy being a Eurovision winner. Neve. That's correct. Yeah, nobody needs that bullshit. No, no. You don't need that bullshit. Listen to these, all these entries. <laughs> Terrible ideas. <laughs> And now I'm expecting that there'll be a shortlist. I don't want to listen to <laughs> not listen to everything that comes in. Although, if there's good ideas and they don't get picked up, I'm just saying. Yeah, we rob them. <laughs> <laughs> your, your ideas are not safe. That's what I'm saying. Uh, um, trademark them before you send them. Now, we haven't sold this competition very well. No, but it is but, a fantastic opportunity. It is a fantastic competition. It's a fantastic opportunity and head stuff are absolutely brilliant. So here is an ad that will explain it much better than we have. And also, uh, just a disclaimer is you won't physically won't you physically are not getting 50,000 bucks. No, it's not. It's just, it's <laughs> Otherwise, we will be all over that like a cheap suit. <laughs> 50 grand, Leif. I know. So if the security guard never saw Aoife leave the building, how could Mark have committed the crime? And then there's a letter from the confession box. Anyway, sorry for the rambling voice note. But to answer your question, no. If this sounds like you, then Headstuff Podcasts competition Join the Cast is offering you the chance to record your own podcast series worth €50,000. Simply pitch your idea at jointhecast.ie. T's and C's apply. We have a follow-up, Grode. Go on. Apparently, now this is the group that do you remember they had a problem with the Neighbourhood Watch? It was ages ago. I do, Neve. That was one of my favourites because the... There was some sort of militia. Like, we, we cash the, there was a militia going on. That's exactly what it was. <laughs> Basically, the, wasn't it the husband had been going with the Neighbourhood Watch Patrol that were starting to get a little bit... Oh, there was a total... It was all getting a bit out of hand. It was a They cult. were getting very heavy handed. <laughs> it was, um, yeah. And he, he was kind of thinking, okay, I think I've done my time now. This could be... Yeah. This could be time to leave. Uh, um, and and they were looking for advice. How they to were looking for an, how to get out of this. <laughs> I, I, I can't even remember what we said. I can't even imagine what we actually said. I'm nearly sure we kind of said be gentle. <laughs> yeah, I think. Well, I think our advice was quite um, you don't owe these people an explanation. No, you don't. Which is very easy to say when we're not living there. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but when there's a lot of heavies and didn't they have the jackets? Oh, they had the jackets, they the high vis. The high vis. A high vis jacket, I remember. The authority of a high vis. I would struggle giving that back up, I'm not going to lie. I mean, <laughs> I would. I'd love a high vis. So, this is the follow up. Okay. Hey, okay, I have an update for you. Remember, I sent an email about my neighborhood watch group. We have finally extricated ourselves from the group, but it was insane. I'm so excited. Go on. Aren't you excited? Go on. Okay, so we took your advice and didn't give an explanation, just hoping to do a bit of a slow rejection in the hope that they would get the message. In short, they didn't. The first night he texted and said he wasn't going on patrol, that was fine. The second time, his phone was hopping all night with texts asking where he was. Now, can I just say, this was one of my... This was one of my favourite things about this was that we were all just casually using the word patrol. Yes. <laughs> I think that tells you everything you need to know everything about the Neighbourhood Watch Group. I know. Things were getting very serious in this group. I know, this Go is on. very serious. Okay, so we had an argument because I said we need to make it clear that he is done with them. Ooh. So he did and he said that he needed time away from it. There would actually be two or three knocks on the door with different guys from the group pretending they were knocking in for him on the way down to the patrol. Now this... This this is harassment now. Do you know what this reminds me of? Do you remember the documentary on Scientology? That's what this reminds me of. This is exactly (laughs) it. This is it. I was getting very annoyed and my husband was a bit freaked to tell the truth. Anyway, so the next day, me and my husband ran into different members of the group and separately told them different stories as to why they were leaving or taking time off. Lads, surely you would have coordinated that. This was exactly what we said not to do. We said no excuses. No, but you see, even if you're going to give an excuse, you need to coordinate that. 
He told them that there was a problem at home, implying our marriage was in trouble. <laughs> it might have been after this. And I told them that his sister is seriously ill. He doesn't have a sister. <laughs> uh, we were doing so well. And then we both told ridiculous lies that we will have to live with for as long as we live here, which will probably be the rest of our lives. OK, that- now, hold on, because Danielle... <laughs> We're trying to apply here that both of them were as bad as each other. But I'm sorry, he just said there was problems at home. That could have been enough. That could have been anything. <laughs> so, uh, thanks for the help. If you have any further suggestions, I'd love them. <laughs> Stop. That's my Stop suggestion. Stop inventing terminally ill family members. <laughs> Myself and my husband crack up laughing every time we think of his extract- extraction. <laughs> thanks for all the laughs, Danielle and Stephen. You see, it's a fascinating one because... Mm-hmm. I think what happens in a situation like this is when somebody leaves, everyone else in the group knows we've we've gone over the tipping point now because people are leaving. Yeah. Have we gone too far? But it's kind of like you're, we're in now. We can't just roll it all back. No, but you see, the difficulty with that actually is, Grode, is that those people don't know that that's why it's <laughs> They don't know. They're already in the cult. <laughs> see? Yeah. I just love the idea that essentially... What started off as a couple of lads wandering around the playground to make sure everything's everything's safe at 10 o'clock at night has now become like a group of survivalists, (laughs) like wandering around. (laughs) I mean, wandering around a brand new estate in Betty's Town or wherever it is. The tragedy about this is come the apocalypse, you know, the apocalypse, they're dead. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, Daniel and Stephen, if that happens, right, just find your way to a near safe place and we'll we'll come get you. <laughs> yeah, I do. Th- I do think in the purge you need to lock your doors. Yeah, I think. Danielle and I think you'll be first. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we've got a problem. Go this is a problem from Adam. Oh, I love Adam. Uh, you, yeah, you said Adam has written to us before. Uh, yeah, he has. And, and he's he's so lovely. And he's a subscriber. He's he's a subscriber to Neve. When you sent that to me, I was like... You were on board immediately. On board. I said, show he me the Instagram immediately. Show me the Instagram. Yeah, Wonderful human being. Gorgeous looking boy. Go- very handsome looking boy. Very handsome. Handsome looking boy. Um, okay. Dear Neve and Garode. Mm-hmm. Absolutely love the podcast. Listen every week in the car on the way back from work to chill out. Mm -hmm. Although not sure it always helps my blood pressure (laughs) when hearing some of the letters. (laughs) Also a massive Eurovision fan. Neve was the first winner after I was born. Okay, so he's getting in that he's young as well. Which I don't, I'm going to be honest with you, I think is an act of aggression that early in the letter. But look. I'll forgive it. So I like to think she was probably my introduction to the madness. Also, I'm from Carrick, Fergus, Green Island. So my original hometown is Neve's adopted town. Why don't you marry her? (laughs) And my dad and her husband have been in the same band circles. Mm -hmm. Band circles. There's two reasons why Adam is not going to marry me. (laughs) The first is I'm already married. The second you're about to read out. (laughs) I am a gay man in my early 30s. Uh, living over in Liverpool for well over a decade. Mm-hmm. I'd never really had a proper long relationship until I was with my ex-boyfriend who I was with there for nearly two years until late May this year. We split amicably, amicably about a week after Eurovision. My choice <laughs> and there was no real drama. <laughs> that was one of those situations. we keep it together for the Eurovision. We won't spoil. Let's not spoil the Eurovision. It's like staying together for Christmas. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can't do this to the kids in December. We weren't suited for each other and we were flogging a dead horse. I could maybe use the terrible phrase, I loved him, but I wasn't in love with him. We cut ties and as he lives in another city and no mutual friends, it was easy enough. Yeah, that's nice. Fair play. That's... That's all very mature. Very mature. Packing up his stuff, he only had a pair of socks in mind to hand over. So that says it all. Yeah, it really does. Anyway, forward on to September, four months later. Zero contact other than the very odd ping of my Nectar card app. (gasps) Someone has been using my Nectar card every few weeks to do a little shop at Sainsbury's. Okay. I looked it up and saw that the charges don't match anything I've bought and I've never and I've never given my and I've never given out my card other than a screenshot to him last year. I believe he is scanning my nectar card when he's shopping, which I think is a little odd. Don't get me wrong, I enjoy the extra points, but it's not something I would do. 
Also, as a singleton, I decided to download the infamous Grinder app recently and within about two minutes of creating a profile, before I even had a face pic uploaded, he viewed my profile from another city. Garode may be able to help with the explanation of this from his single days. But basically you can zoom in on a map to see people in other locations, meaning he zoomed in on my house and clicked a blank profile for a look. I thought this very strange, so decided to block him on the socials. Mm. Now, this must be a function that's post my grinder okay. experience. So you can download grinder for a look. <laughs> so you can explain to your partner before you do that. <laughs> no, no, keep him interested. <laughs> keep him on his toes. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to text him tomorrow. Yeah, we'll, text we'll, him. we'll make sure. Like, this might happen. He'll, he'll hear the <laughs> brump. I don't know. Actually, I don't know if it's still that noise, but it used to be back in the day. It used to be brump. Really? Yeah. See, I was never what really was a trying to person. emulate. What was it trying to show the nice people on the video in your face? I, I don't know. It was kind of like a brump. A brump. brump. I don't know if it's still that. But anyway. Yeah. But the thing about, here's the thing about Grinder. I was always too nervous to meet anyone off Grinder. Because? Well, I always used to think they were going to murder me. I mean, don't get me wrong. I had my share of fun, Neef. Fun was had. Fun was had. Fun was had. But just not numbers, off the apps. Numbers were not ne- necessarily exchanged, Neef. No. But. But uh, not off the apps. But not off the apps. No, it was never. I, I was know. Never really an app. I, I'm, my dating days were pre-app. Yeah, with letters. It was. <laughs> <laughs> Notes. I hope my missive finds one well. <laughs> <laughs> I've returned from my victorious Eurovision. <laughs> And, and enclose a boudoir portrait. <laughs> anyway, we'll finish, we'll finish Adam's uh, uh, Maybe able to help with the explanation from a single day. Okay. okay. So basically what I gleaned from this, guys, feel free to chip in, is mm. that you can actually go to the map and pick a house and see if anyone is on Grinder. Wow. I mean, wow. Now, to be fair, you've already told me that Grinder is find your nearest gay as opposed to your... <laughs> Yeah, you know well, I, mean? but I didn't realise you could actually pick a location and, and view it. Well, I suppose, Nave. think about it. Think about it. If you were travelling to somewhere, it'd be no good to know who your nearest gay is at currently, if you were planning that. Well, I thought that was the convenience of it. Oh, okay. That you're on a bus and go, oh, some lad down the back. Jesus. <laughs> oh, then you can just casually stand up and put a banana in your hand. <laughs> see, see who takes notice. Um... <laughs> What do you think of this situation? <laughs> is there any action needed or should I just move on? Also enjoying the dating life and feel I am living my best life, so happy to avoid the drama. I'm currently three dates in with a guy with a lot of potential and then there's a bicep. It's nice. kind of a bicep emoji. <laughs> That's a bicep, yeah. Does that I mean he's got a good arm or is it like a... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, it looks, you know. Anyway. Yeah, man that can put the work in. Uh, all my love, Adam. Not asked. Use my real name. P.S. It's very long and apologies for my terrible English. Feel free to chop it down or chop it down or reword it. Yeah, well, clearly we're, we're not yeah. into that, Adam. <laughs> Here's the thing that's going on with Adam. Okay, come on. Right now. And I, when I read this, I was like, Adam has, I guess, reacted very well to the ending of his first big relationship. Yes, right? he, he's... And then I realised that me and Adam are very different people (laughs) because (laughs) Adam is the dumper, whereas I was always the dumpy. Oh, he's right. I was always the I was always the given the flick. Right Mm. now, this is what now this is what you need to accept about yourself, Adam. Right, little cutie. Yes, little cutie, and the person you dumped is still carrying a little bit of a torch. Oh, very likely. Yeah. He's gifting and you little nuggets of loveliness. Just little, every so often, he's, you know, he's send like... Send a few points on just, the nectar send card. Send a few points on the nectar card, which, I mean, is... Is weird. It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> Not going to lie. It's weird, Adam. Cancel that card. However, what he what he wants is for you to text him... To ask him. And say, oh, did you know you're using my nectar card? Uh, you know, he wants you to open the line of communication, right? Mm. And he's doing it in a way that... God love him, is both weird and incredibly undignified. <laughs> I don't know. And I so say that because it's exactly what I would do. <laughs> it's very sweet though, isn't it? It's, it is sweet. But what I'm going to say, mean, he, Adam. It, it could be up, you know, 
painting on your door. You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, could be, it, could be it could be knocking the door down yeah. or screaming and crying on your porch at yeah. 3 o'clock it in the morning. He could be doing right? all those things. He's not. He's And he's not even drunk texting you or any of that. He's just giving you a little wee nudge, a little yeah. love nudge. Every you're, not now getting and then. A, you're not getting a you up. <laughs> I know. To be fair, regret is his middle name. That's it. Isn't it, really? It, it, and I think what you need to do is, right, mm. is you need to be a good first boyfriend, particularly if you're his first boyfriend. <sighs> Your first what, boyfriend. What makes a good first boyfriend? What you boyfriend. need to do is you broke up with him, so you need to let him move on, right? So, and speaking of somebody who didn't move on, Neve, you know me, how, I can dig my heels in. Well, what what made you move on? Oh, I didn't. Okay. Oh, like I mean, it was seven years. I gave up my twenties. <laughs> so what I would do is, right? You do not respond. No. If he wants to, if he wants to give you all the nectar points in the world, let him. You accept. But you, you've you done the right thing. You blocked him on the socials. Mm-hmm. And this is not for you. This is for him. Because for you, all this it means is that you're getting a couple of nectar points. Yeah. You blocked him on the socials. He's clearly looking at Grinder. Maybe he's looking for somebody else new. And then every time he's looking for somebody else new, he thinks of, oh, do you remember me and Adam? And, you know, yeah. it was lovely. And then he's looking in your area and then he sees somebody has gone on and he, and he, he zooms in, right? So what you need to do is you probably need to block him on I don't know if you can do that. Can you? Yeah, you can. I presume you can. Block them on I grind. don't know why you're asking me right? that question, right? <laughs> um, but, but you know, it's interesting, actually. I think in social media, you always look up past, you know, if you think about it, you, it, there's lots and lots of people who do it. They go on and they look for ex-boyfriends, ex-girlfriends, whatever. Absolutely. Online. And and you can't help, or even someone you knew in school, and you go, I wonder how they're getting on. I don't care uh, about I, any of those people. No, I, no. no. But you know what thing, I mean? The only thing I want to know about those people is that they're dead. Oh, no. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean? You always kind of go and look up. It's nearly impossible not to feel, I wonder what they're doing and, and what they look yeah. like now. Because nowadays you can just do it. Years ago, you would have to have do a drive-by or have a reason to be in the vicinity. <laughs> But nowadays, you know, but nowadays. We used to just slow drive our micro past a few houses. <laughs> Glass in heaven. <laughs> Do you know what I will say, right? Mm. Is that whenever you dump somebody, and I know that the reason you dump somebody is you want them out of your life, mm-hmm. right? But I do think, speaking of somebody who was dumped left, right and centre, you do need to put yourself in the position of somebody who's dumped. So you have to look at it and go, What's easier? What's best for me in this situation? Now, for best for you in that situation, if you're dumping somebody, it doesn't really matter because no matter how you dump somebody, you're getting them out of your life. So you need to dump somebody in the way that's best for them. So the way that helps them move on or that is least painful for them, right? Okay. I, I do. I, I always feel very strongly about this. No, I understand that. And that's because you're the one who has been dumped, yep. right? On I've a regular basis. dropped like a stone regularly. <laughs> okay. Speaking of someone who is not that person, right? Oh, here we now, go. Now, to be fair, I have... Oh, here we go. Nobody I've, dumps me. No, no, it's not that. <laughs> I've never been dumped, Garot. <laughs> no. It, sometimes circumstances led us to separate. But... Uh, <laughs> no, but, you know, I left a couple of relationships and yeah. then another one ended because of circumstances, right? Shall we say. So Circumstances. The, yes, as in the timing was wrong and then difficulties kind of came in and stuff like that. And so it was, I won't say it was necessarily a fully joint decision, but it was probably the best decision at the time. That's the best way I can put it, right? Okay. Right. I, I looked up online uh, because I think any good agony aunt will do a bit of research. It turns out if somebody is using your Nectar card, it is advisable that you... Uh, ring the Nectar card people and you cancel the card and get them to reissue a new one just in case. While you're there, get them to transfer the points over so that you don't lose them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so you can... Oh, right, okay. And I know this isn't about the Nectar card, but it kind of is. You know, so... Uh, well, in other words, that's technically... remaining link. That's technically you cutting them off. I, yeah, I think you're doing the right thing. I do. I think, God, it's such a mature... <laughs> Such a mature approach to your first relationship breaking up. I'm 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 quite envious. I love um, it. Yeah. So yeah, I think Neve's right. Yeah. Cancel yeah. your nectar card. Cancel your nectar card. That's the last it's sever, the last remaining link. Sever that and, and don't worry about if he's checking you on grinder. He can't help himself. Yeah. You know, he can't and, himself. You know, he's he's gonna want to sing, but actually you're doing the right thing. You're not encouraging him to kind of do it. But Garot is completely right. 
don't initiate any contact. The difficulty, the second is any contact, there's hope. And if you're somebody that's lit, <laughs> exactly. You know, even exactly. though you don't mean to give it. You don't want to give them hope. No, don't give them hope. And if you're somebody out there listening to this. And you recognise the symptoms. And you recognise the symptoms. It's important. To recognise when somebody, on. when he's just not that into you. He's just not that into you. There you go. It's time to move on. Um, okay, Adam. Hope that helps. Oh, I love that problem. Aww. That was a nice problem. I think we did well there. I think we did. Yeah. We both we both definitely felt that one. Yeah, you also got your you got your plug in that nobody's ever done to you, which you know. Well, I didn't do the full on, you know, needy. <laughs> I've always been the dumpy. I have. Oh no, I didn't. I dumped one person. There you go. You see. Yeah. But I, I don't look at it as who dumped who. I think sometimes, you know... So <laughs> really, me because you've spoken about 20 minutes about how you've never been dumped. <laughs> it's too late to roll. Too late to wind, by, wind it all I've back lost, now. I've lost people I cared about, but absolutely not been dumped. I don't moving look at it that on, way. Neve, moving on. <laughs> you can't sit on the fence on this one. We have another problem. Okay, so we have lots of problems actually currently, but not. I still love getting them. You know, I just love it. Well, I did an ask on Instagram there recently because I wanted problems. Because I feel like we're getting a lot of relationship or career problems. Okay, what else do you have problems with? I don't know. Um, I don't know, actually. But the, <laughs> I was just curious to see if there's anything else out there. Wow. Are, you, are you hoping for some financial problems? People made, it, <laughs> people made it very clear that they're interested in the relationship problems. I was <laughs> I was given a talking to okay. by a number of people. All right. Um, so, so, But I like that they care. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You know, yeah. We, we just don't want to get boring, I suppose. But, you know, the yeah. truth is, it's multifaceted at the way that people write to us. I love it. There's a lot of words in this. <laughs> this Anon, the person that wrote this, wrote this anonymously. And they, I think, I mean, there's a bit of a... <laughs> I, I'm going to say... There's a whiff of a Janefield rant about this letter, right? Uh, the other thing I want to say <laughs> bit is, of language. you know, I'm not adverse to a bit of language, as anybody who knows me, I will use language. But there are some words I don't like. There's some words she doesn't like. And also the national treasure. I always try and cut your swears out, Neve. Do you? Yeah. You have a mouth like a sewer. <laughs> <laughs> I feel the public don't the need The swears it. and all the funny stuff. Dear <laughs> Neve, I don't look at any of your funny stuff. The only thing that put out was sometimes when you talk for five minutes and then there's just no ending. Oh, <laughs> that never happens. Neve! Prove it. <laughs> I, uh, uh, You've cut God, them out. One of these days I'm going to release the unedited <laughs> versions of the podcast. There's, they're, a, they're a wild ride. <laughs> uh, dear GNN. Do you mentally cut out those when you're in the middle of it? <laughs> you are. Yeah. You are mentally going, while well, I'm actually telling that story, that's not making the edit. Yeah, I'm just like, yeah, that's gone. <laughs> so then what I do is I listen to the story and then I ask you a question that makes you say the oh. guts of the story shorter. You and should then I never. cut out the long bit and my question. You should never have said that now. I'm going to know. Well, you won't know because you don't listen. I know, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I do. As I always say, Neve is a vocalist. She shows up when the track is done. She leaves when she's sung it. And still, I have the hits. Feeling great about herself. <laughs> I still have the hits. Feeling great about herself. How are we doing the podcast charts? Wonderful, wonderful. <laughs> Four days later, he's still <laughs> waiting through the end. Uh, my boyfriend just he, I just say I met it in the podcast and then he just like go by my office about like you know four hours later and I go, he's like what are you working on and I was like I'm editing the podcast he's <laughs> like how long like it's a 40 minute podcast I know but let's be honest I swear to god it's like it's like share on believe that's what our podcast is like <laughs> it's that level of remixing goes into making this podcast <laughs> a tight 10 go on anyway Dear GNN, when I was at high school, there was a boy who was a prick to me for no reason. <laughs> he dated my stepsister who was a total cunt. I feel like that's very early for a C-bomb. But anyway, she would act like my friend when she came to our house. But in school, she pretended like she didn't know me. She didn't get along with my mother. Who does? <laughs> okay. So that feels like a whole other wow. problem. <laughs> so I thought his animosity towards me might have come from her bad-mouthing our family. Oh. Okay, so let's clear this. So, this guy that was a prick to you for no reason was dated dating. your stepsister and your stepsister didn't get along with your family. So, you were concerned that 
she was bad mouthing your family. Okay. okay. So that's why he didn't like it. That's Is why that, didn't so like that's it. what you're okay. thinking. Okay. Once when he was talking to a friend of mine and I was standing awkwardly nearby, he looked at me with disgust and said, You have the hairiest arms of any girl I've ever seen. <laughs> My arms are not abnormally hairy. And yet, 30 years later, when I look at them, I still sometimes think of what he said, which is so fucking stupid. Oh, bless. As adults, he was friends with my ex. So occasionally we would go out to dinner with him and his wife. At these dinners, he would per- be purposefully mean to me and talk to me like I was stupid. He was in honours classes in school, but so was I. So I'm not a moron. He's, his dislike of me is palpable, but I don't think I've ever done anything to deserve it. More importantly, why do I care? All my friends hate him, so he's a verified dickhead. Yet, all these years later, he is the voice in my head that tells me I'm shit. How do I stop giving a fuck about it? <laughs> this is a wild ride. How do I stop giving a fuck about what this asshole thinks of me? <laughs> Thanks and love the pod. Anon. I love the fact that she has a lovely emoji. It's a little emoji they at ha- the end. They have a lovely, I don't know if it's a boy or girl, but it doesn't really matter. Oh no, it's a girl, is it? Um... Look. Yes, it's a girl, yeah, because of the hairy arms. Yeah, Because <laughs> men don't have hairy arms, apparently. Okay, <sighs> here's the thing, right? This reminds me of when somebody really fancied you and they didn't know how to process that. So they used to say mean things to you. <laughs> Do you remember, you know, it, you used to joke like about... Like to about, nag somebody. Yeah, you know, but you know, remember when, when you were in primary school and you liked someone, you, you would have pushed them over or something, or done some, some bodily harm or something. <laughs> no, know, Nave, I wouldn't. No, years ago, no, because if you... Fancied them, you were in love with them immediately. I love them. You were the ones yeah. who got pushed over. Yeah, Did you re- get pushed I, over I, a lot in school? Completely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I was. So I, you I, didn't realise they liked you back. I, I just sat down and I'd have wrote like a, I'd have wrote like a, like a, a love, love song about them. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, four hundred like verses of how yeah, wonderful they were. Yeah. <laughs> and how blue their eyes were. Thirty years this has been going on with the hairy arm and the situation of you know him being in her space. Why the feck is this person still even in your space? I appreciate it might be a small town. Yeah. But the reality is. Surely as an adult, you have an opportunity here now not to be anywhere near what the hell this is about. You see, I think I think what's going on here is that this person is in your space, whether they're in your space or not. Yeah, because you're letting so them. So you are thinking about them. Mm. And I, you know, the sad reality of this is, right, there's, there's two things going on. One, what happened at school was bullying, right? Yeah. And that gets into your DNA. Yeah, it does, yeah. So, because that happens at a time when you are... Vulnerable. You're vulnerable and you're and maturing. And you're forming yourself. And, and yeah, and you're forming. Yeah. And this, what this does is it, it's, I always think it like it clings onto your DNA and then as you grow, it, it grows with you. Yeah. And I think the sad reality of this is, right, is as much as you would like to think this is about him. It's more about you. It's not really about him. It's just how mm. you feel about yourself. Yeah. And that's coming out sideways, right? Yeah. Because realistically, if you, if you're not attracted to somebody, unless you're attracted to somebody, you can feel whatever way you want about them. What? Do you know what I mean? No. Like if somebody is just, <laughs> I like, have no idea. What no, you meant. but like, it, like if you're attracted to somebody, you, you, it's a compulsion. You feel attracted to them, and that's the way you feel, and you can't help it, right? Okay. But if somebody is just a friend or an acquaintance. It doesn't matter how you feel about them. Like you can tell yourself to feel whatever way you want about somebody. Oh yeah, no, you no, know, no, like no. If, if, yeah, if you, no, I get that. I get know, what you're like, saying now. If there yeah. isn't this like strong bond between you, you can go, actually, he's a prick. I'm not going to see him anymore. But the problem is there's something that's always pulling you back to him. Now, it might be how she feels about what he said. Maybe she's thinking, is that true? Is it not? It, it, it might be, there's two schools. It's either... Send us a photograph of your arms. Yeah. <laughs> Pre-wax. Let's, <laughs> let's sort this once and for all. <laughs> no, listen, speaking as quite a hair-shoot woman, right? Let me tell you. <laughs> Let me tell you, I, I battle the winter coat all the time. But the point is, right, you know, that's beside the point. People tell me things all the time about myself that you sometimes think, oh my God, I can't believe you just said that. I'm going to have to process that in my head. And very early on in my career, I had to actually 
make a decision myself to actually stop taking those things on board because it can destroy you. It can destroy yeah, you. It can. And it, it can destroy you in the sense that it's not necessary for it to destroy you. But there, there's one or two reasons why this is still affecting you. Either you physically don't like your arms or something about yourself or that person means more than you think they do to you. And the reality is regardless of what whatever that side is coming on you need to resolve it yeah you need to resolve it you're you're 30 years older now you should be able to stand up and go right I like this about myself so two stars and a wish is the is the joke that we always say you know do say two good things and then think about something you like better so in other words I have lovely hair I have a lovely face I'm a nice person I'd like my arms less hairy. If that's if that's if that's what that is, you know, two stars in a wish. That's what I'm saying, you know. But the reality is, you know, you know, just because he said it doesn't make it true. But the reality is, you have manifested that in your head, whatever way you want. Well, and so now you have to process that. I'm I'm cur- like I'm curious about two things, right? One, like Neve addressed it. You, why is why is this person in your like why is he why in is your he still in, circle? Like it's that's that, that's know, he, really strange. Yeah, it's an ex, you know. So and so do you fancy him? Sometimes there's some what happens is, there. I think there's definitely. something like something. Mm. There's something about that's drawing you back into that space. I don't because I don't. he's he's such power over you, mm. and I don't think I genuinely don't think he. I don't think he does have that power over you. I think that the way you feel about yourself has the power over you, and you're like transferring it onto him <gasps> because that makes it. That, that sounds, make, well, that makes it something that's manageable. Yeah, that sounds like a, like a, like a proper like a psychologist thing know, to say. Yeah. Transfer. I know, it's absolutely. Very so, I, what I think you should do is, I think you should go to see a therapist because this sounds like something that you could solve in like two, two, two sessions. Like it, it sounds like a you know, you go in and she'd be like, "Yeah, he's a dick." Do you like your arms? You go, well, no, I don't like my arms. <laughs> And she well, go, okay, that's the problem. Let's work on that. Yeah. Well, I, you know, it might be something and some of that. I think you really need to get to the root of why you're still holding on to this because you're the one holding on to it. He can, yeah. be, he can be a dickhead over there. And because, as you say, everybody around you thinks the same, right? Why does it matter what he thinks? Is it because every time you see him, you're transported back to who that girl was? Yeah. And if that's the case, that's definitely therapy related. You do have to go and see to someone about that if you're still going back to who you were at that moment yeah. or else or else you have to start in some way being positive about and not putting yourself back to being that person because you're not that person anymore. Also. Oh, I wish helps, you could see Garode this moment. He's very, very I did definite. a point. I did a point. You did. Also, if it helps to hear this, what sort of an asshole was your ex? That made you go to dinner with this person. That made, A made you go to dinner with him, but B didn't stand up for you when your man was... Being a nasty like, old fecker. Yeah, that's... Mm. Like, that... that Like, well done for not being with him. Yeah. He sounds like a right dick. Send yeah. us, send us his, e- his email address. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> oh, I have no problem, Neve. I'll make a phone call. <laughs> he might be big. <laughs> what if he's, phone what if he's violent? Phone call, phone Okay, call. go on. Um... Yeah, I don't know what else to say to you. I, I, I feel though. I think she has more skills than she realizes herself because yeah. she's managed to divest herself of this ex who is clearly toxic. And um, but also, I just, I just think thirty years on, you need to forgive yourself. Stop going back to who you were then. And also, do you know the other thing that might help? What is the next time you see him? It don't be nice to him. No. It sounds like, and this is interesting, right? Because it sounds like he has been a dick to you for a very long time. And he's been in your path quite a bit. So if it would help, and it's cheaper than therapy. Mm, Tell him he's a dick. The next time you see him (laughs) and he says anything, just go, who the hell do you think you are talking to me like that? Yeah. Like, like, because I I, I can only guess your, I guess, mid 40s. Mm. By, by the, the general gist, by, yeah, yeah, by the gist of this letter, mm. yeah, like stand up for yourself. Who are you? Exactly. Like the next time you see him and he's mean to you, go. Excuse me. How dare you talk to me like that? Who are you? Because sometimes out. it only takes one or two things, mm. just like one or two little smart comments or mean things. Because what has happened in your relationship is you are you both have, when you're both together, you both have this role. He's an asshole. And you accept it. And you're passive, yeah. And you've never, and, and I'm not saying that 
you know you're sitting there taking it but you, but yeah but you must be but you know you've and, never done anything to make him stop uh, reconsider doing it again yeah so maybe you know maybe that, that that's actually really good advice throw right? a drink over him well no mm. not a drink throw acid over him oh my god <laughs> Battery acid. Uh, Why throw a drink when you can throw uh, battery acid? Stop. I'm going to put in the legal disclaimer here. Do not do any of that, right? I just... All I'm saying is... (laughs) All I'm saying is... Metaphorically, do it. (laughs) There's nothing like considering somebody a bit unhinged (laughs) that will stop you in your tracks when you're about to insult them. Yeah, I think... I think it's fair enough. I think tell tell him he's, you know, who is he or just treat him with disdain. You know, I mean, and to be fair, for 30 odd years, she's been going with this behaviour, right? So she finds it difficult, clearly, to deal with that or else she hasn't dealt with it. So it's quite difficult to just turn around and go, oh, that's going to happen now. Have a bottle of gin and show up at his house. Yeah, and absolutely (laughs) TP his house. Let the TP... (laughs) Toilet paper, water, Love. battery acid, petrol. That's what we're talking about. No, you went further. I no, know. Do you know, what, do you know what, I'll tell you what pisses me off, right? And what? this is what I'll tell you what annoyed me because I feel we've been we've given a nice rational response to this. Yes, I know. But then I, I thought, like, <laughs> there's me telling somebody to go and get therapy and pay yeah. for five sessions of therapy, and he doesn't even know the no, shit he's called. I know. Calls. That's what pisses me off about I, I think it's a better option to actually get him to pay for the therapy. Yeah. I mean, how do you do that? Well, you just... Break t- into his house and <laughs> steal stuff to the value. Get his nectar card. <laughs> Take oh, all his points. See, this is what pisses me off. Like, what this is what really annoys me is, because I'm one of those passive people myself, right? Are you? Yeah, I am quite passive. And when people annoy me, I, I what I hate is those situations where people annoy you and you spend a couple of days worrying about something. Mm-hmm. And those people never know... That they've annoyed The worry you. that they've caused. Okay. Because I'm always like, well, I tell you, that'll be the last time I'll ever speak to them. And that's the most I do. That's the most I do. I've... Not, I tell you, this is therapy for me now. I swear to God. <laughs> the next time, woe betide the next person that pisses me off. Do you know, do you know right now, right, if you'd have asked me of the two of us who was more likely to do that, I don't think they would have thought it was you. <laughs> Mr. Wheelie bin through the door. <laughs> I find that I get annoyed, right? But like, mm. I, like I, you know, I operate, I operate in a tight circle. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Me inner circle. Yeah, you I'll do. I'll have a whinge too. Yeah. But I won't. No, and I, I'm actually not unlike that. I don't, I don't. No, no, you, no, you don't. You're, you're very much the, you're like a duck. I just. That you paddle beneath the surface. Yeah, but I definitely file it under, that's your problem, not mine. Yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to. But you see, what comes with that for you though, is you are then very calm about it. No, that's I what am. you do is you file it you're like you know what that's their problem it's not mine whereas I go oh that's their problem it's not mine and then I go home and I make it everybody else's problem <laughs> <laughs> my friends I will spend hours upon going you'll never guess what they said to me you'll never guess what they said to me but you know it makes me, I find it funny I find it funny when people try to put things on me that are not and, and don't get me wrong there are times when people say something and I, I'm taken aback because I think oh my god is that true and it might be a little true which is enough to make you feel a bit ugh. Right, yeah. but at the same time, I go well. What's it to them? This is about me now. I know who I am, you know. And I think as I've got older, that's been easy. It wasn't so easy when yeah. I was in my twenties. And I'll be honest with you, it wasn't easy in my teens. My goodness, it was definitely not easy. No, in my teens. it's not easy. And so, you know, I feel for you in that regard. But you are not that person anymore. Yeah. So let, let's yeah. summarize this. Yeah. Okay. Like we're just gonna go through. We break down all the little bits. I can right? hear the edit now. Yeah, go on and <laughs> <laughs> No, no. This is just like to, to finalize. Yeah. Like, firstly, this person was always a prick to you for no reason. Yeah. Secondly, he said you've hairy arms. You do not have abnormally hairy arms. The problem isn't your arms. The problem is that every time you look at your arms, you're still thinking about what he said, right? And yeah. it's not stupid. Somebody hurt you. In and the formative years. And that's a representation of what and that's of how he heard you. what that is. Yeah. 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 Um, what else did she say? Uh, he was mean to you at, at, at dinners. Yeah. He was mean to you and you, by implying that you're stupid, you're clearly not stupid. So he's you're probably threatened by clearly, you. Clearly, yeah. Clearly if, threatened. If you were both in the same honours classes, then you were both clever. So he might feel threatened by that. And you were also with an ex that clearly didn't appreciate you yeah, because he, they didn't stand up for you. And he could have been a misogynist. He could be a misogynist. He probably yeah. is. Yeah. Completely. And all your friends hate him. 
Like this man is not worth your time. So what you need to do is find out why you still keep he's put, still in your head. You still keep, you know, it's like one of those bruises that it's sore when I touch it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you can't stop touching it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's a bit of therapy, I think. Mm. I honestly think that that's the best present you could give yourself. Spend yeah. a couple of hundred quid on a couple of sessions where you're like, just just work this out. And what could, what, what like genuinely, what could be the final Help bit them. of this is that you... Just tell him to shove off. Yeah. Or even just write him an email and block him. Yeah. Or, or you not. say it to his face. You see him on the street and go, if you ever say another word to me, I'll break your face. Wow. Oh, I'd love to do that. I don't know that I'd give him that satisfaction. <sighs> I'd love to do that. Mm. No, but I, I firmly believe the reason he keeps doing this is because he hasn't met the right amount of resistance. No, I agree. But you wait till he's doing it, I think. Yeah. You don't just randomly email him. Sledgehammer through <laughs> his knee. <laughs> Oh God, I feel like this has been therapy for me. It's I've had amazing. a ball. I've had a ball. I know, Niamh, it's been a really good show. It's been wonderful to talk to you. I know. Uh, Agonyrants at gmail.com if you want to get in touch. We would love to have your problems. Yeah, I can't wait to hear the five minutes of the show that I've done. Our merch. <laughs> our merch is on sale. Oh yes. Oh, I'm so yes. excited about the merch. Agonyrants.com. There's a button there that'll bring you over to the merch store. And uh, we also, you will probably have got an email from us if you're a Headstuff Plus subscriber because for all of our Headstuff Plus subscribers, they're getting a little gift. Yeah, they are. We just need your address. We do. Um, we won't do anything with those addresses. We certainly won't show up and I won't allow any wheelie bins or acid in your vicinity. <laughs> <laughs> but actually, the merch is really fun. The merch is really fun and yeah. the gift you're getting, we decided we were going to sell it but we're not going to sell it now. The, we're not going to sell it until all the, of our subscribers have got free one the famous famous gift it's a famous gift it is famous it's fab it is fab we will chat to you next week bye this show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network a hub for the creative and the curious shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com 